first podcast. Well, yeah. thank you for having me to your home. Thank you for being on here. I'm really excited to talk to you. We have a lot to discuss. We have. Oh, should I bring the computer? I need to bring the computer. Sure. Right. Go grab it. Yeah. We're gonna discuss the the recent shoot. We'll be releasing some images in tandem with this podcast. I'm super excited about. How long you spent like a month editing them? Maybe. Um, I know you're a busy boy. This is a multimedia podcast. Yeah. I spent, to be honest, like two weeks. Yeah. Only just I'm really busy. Yeah. So normally, like. I will have like collaborations, but also I have like my regular clients that I need to give priority and that sucks for my collaborations Yeah, because sometimes like I got like super busy and, and it's like big projects or normally my biggest clients are like artists. Mm-hmm. So I go to their studio and photograph like all their pieces and then it's just like 70 photos and I need to be like, yeah. they want it. Like, normally they want it like within the week yeah so i'm like crazy and in my free time is that i edit the all my collaboration the fun shoot because we did a test shoot which was there was no money involved the makeup artist was donating her time you were donating your time i was the, the designer donated the the pieces um and i imagine that's very different than photographing art which is like probably very static like use a tripod and just you know yeah get totally. the lighting right and we did something that was a little dynamic to say the least, but we're going to get into all that before we pull up images and stuff. I do have to give you the first official question of the podcast. There's only one official question and I'll explain why it's the question after you answer. But the question is, uh, what were you up to when you were seven years old? When I was seven years old, I was living in Jalapa, Veracruz, which is a city in the mountains of the west coast of mexico mm-hmm. and i was in first grade and yep. i was obsessed with music and colors and there was like this um band of kids like music band of kids called la onda vaselina mm-hmm. and they will sing like covers of like Beach Boys songs and things like yeah. that, but in Spanish, it was like all the lyrics were like adapted kind of like for kids and it was just, they were just like really bright and colorful and full of yeah. energy and dancing and singing and I was obsessed with them playing that I was them, I, that was my dream to be like them and to be in a band yeah to be like like with in that particular one because yeah. it was just like all full of colors and there was just i feel like it was like the first time i saw someone that i could relate it yeah you know that it was like kids that were like passion and would like dance and colors and they were like all were like this sequence like yeah. suits and just and, vibrant and, and yeah full and of life full of life you know and like animal prints and all these type of things very like 50 styles very grease yeah because that's kind of like the idea. yeah and like the beach boys surf rock aesthetic is very like romantic i mean coming from the midwest like you, the beach boys like on the beach like beach blanket bingo and all that was just like so far away but now we're kind of living it yeah exactly but it, it, it was just it was just amazing and i was a fan of that band and i'm still a fan of that band they still are together so it's really yeah but they don't do covers anymore yeah <laughs> but they still like actually like last time i saw them 
playing performing was here in LA in the Hollywood Palladium. Oh, really? Yeah, right around the corner from me. That's cool. I'm I'm curious. Like, so you're associating color with music at the like. It's just like you kept mentioning color. Mm. Do you think you have like the synesthesia thing where like you hear color or like associate colors with like different, um, you know, different inputs? Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm just drawn to color, like yeah. in, in every, in every everything, and I think like this band particularly was like an explosion of visual stimulation for me. That was just like, what is this? And since that, like I wear colorful things, you know, like yeah. I everything that I like, my paintings are like all colors, and my photos is just Your like all about, my collage is, like... is, is all about the colors, and it's just like, yeah. I want to add one more, one more texture, one more thing, you know, like. But there's a harmony to it, it's not garish and like over the top, it's it's balanced, and it's funny you bring that up, because I was just on a walk, and I was like, I'm not gonna listen to a podcast, I'm just gonna like, I need to think, because mm -hmm. I, I told you I've been traveling a lot, and I just feel a little scattered and ungrounded, so I was like, I just need some time to like, process, and like, and for some reason, this memory popped into my head of being in first grade. And we had these, like, I think they were in math class. We had these blocks that were kind of like Legos, but they were just cubes. And you could, like, count with them. And there were different colors. And I was obsessed with the different color combinations mm -hmm. and, like, what looked good together. It was, like, you know, black, red, and white was, like, one thing. And, like, you know, dark blue and, like, dark green. And, like, right. I was just, like, just so into the combinations and like showing off like look at the pattern i made and like and then that always that always stuck with me like i remember at, at a, maybe around the same age like my friend and i found this old water ski in the mm -hmm. woods like coming back to like surf culture and like water yeah. skiing like and we were like oh we're gonna like rehab this water ski and like there was no lake nearby that we were gonna ski on but i was obsessed with like how we were gonna paint it and i was like I'm, i want to do this like all black with like a an aqua or like teal racing stripe. And I was just oh, yeah. like obsessed with like, I was such a visual kid that like that was what got me into anything I did was like the the visual imagery of it. Whether it was like a sport or like you said, yeah, like totally. a band or anything, like it was like the imagery that stuck out first. And that's like, it was like my way in. Yeah, totally. Like I feel like for me it was, everything was about color. And I, I remember like when you were mentioned that like, there was like this story, I don't remember the name, but it was just like, you need to push when the colors pop, you know, like yeah, the yeah, light yeah. colors. Like, Simon Says or was yeah. whatever that the game was. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love just like the colors, you know, like color bright, like the light and the color. It was just obsessed with yeah. that. And I love Barbies, not just because like every gay <laughs> loves Barbies, yeah. but I remember it, this was the 80s. So Barbie in that time, it was just like all about colors, you know, and like, yeah, it was just crazy. And I remember seeing like a friend of mine and she had like all these Barbies and it was just all the colors. I love them. Like, it was just like, wow. Well, and the colors of like Barbie, especially like that pink, the Barbie pink is like, it's kind of like a perfect pink. Yeah, right. Like in the Pantone world, it's like that is a like, you know, it's not accidental that they, they settled on that pink. Right, no, totally, totally, yeah, and it has just like it, all the variations of pink that they have chose is just fantastic. But also, like in the eighties, it has like a lot of neon colors. Yeah, and all the neon, like art that it was around. Like I remember having like my shoe laces, like that also were like neon. You know, like it was just like 
Yeah. All visual, visual stimulation for me. I yeah, I mean, it. I was born in the 80s and I grew up 90s kid. Mm-hmm. And like Nickelodeon was my thing. And like, yeah, there was all like the like the day glow. Like, what was that? What was that? Those shirts that would change color when they got warm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I can't yeah. remember what they're called. But like right, that, right, right. that sort of like aesthetic is sort of ingrained in me. Even though now I wear mostly neutrals and like mm-hmm. very minimalist wardrobe because it's easy and I can like shift from this situation to that situation and always be appropriate. Right. But like I still am drawn to, yeah, those like wild patterns and like, you know, Marie, what was it? Marie Frank, like all the stickers and the, the girls had growing up. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the 90s and 2000s are back in vogue. And... I don't. I don't know. It's something about that is just like very sentimental to me. Yeah, of course. Like totally. Uh, I mean, I love. I love everything that is a retro vintage, like from the '50s, '60s, '70s. Like I could wear anything. I have a lot. Mm-hmm. Of, like in my closet, it's huge and yeah. and it's packed. And I just if it has a cool pattern, if it has a cool shape, if it has like a bright colors, like I want it. I want to. Yeah. To have it, I want to wear it. It's just like I want to express myself like that. But then, how do you balance that? Because you obviously, you know, we're in your apartment now, and you have like a very, you have a very curated aesthetic, and there's a lot of colors and patterns, and your art's all over the place. But it's not, it's not like you walk in here like whoa, like visual overload. Like it's balanced and it's like, it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. So like there, because like you know, a lot of people love retro and like they love mid-century modern furniture, and you walk into their house and it's like. It's like a blast from the. It's like there's a set from Mad Men. It's like doesn't right, feel right. comfortable. You know, you feel like you're in a museum, but you have you have a way of balancing it where it feels, you know, contemporary, but also like these flares of retro. Um, I think, I think that's a combination with my husband also. Mm-hmm. You know that we balance each other and uh, just that. But also, I feel like it's me being from Mexico. You know, like that brings something different to like the aesthetics of of what LA, you know, vintage it is. Because for me, it's like, to be honest, like if it was just me, I will have like a wall of each different color. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it will be like, you know, like in my house will be like all outside. Like it will be pink. It will be like bright yellow. It will be like, yeah. you know, like, but Chuck balances yeah, Chuck, your husband. Chuck, yeah, Chuck, yeah. Chuck balances me. Which is good. I think that yeah, there's, no, it's there's great. beauty in that balance. Yeah, there's beauty in that balance, definitely. So how did you get from you know the seven-year-old kid who's obsessed with color and music and wanted to be in a band, and now you're a visual artist. You're you know, a photographer and like multimedia artist. What I, steered you that direction? I feel like it became when I was like around 12. Um, you know, like as a gay man, you don't want to like expose yourself too much, even when you're a kid. Sure. Um, so it was like, I, I want to be a performer. I want to be an actor. I want to be something in the, this art, but I also don't want to expose myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be behind the camera. Oh, you know safety like, yeah, yeah like like it came like from a safety place like i have a, like a video camera and i start like directing music videos for my cousin so we will i would say like choose a song and from that it was just like my whole idea and mm-hmm. we would like record and you know and 
I remember like making a video of Enrique Iglesias. Um, he had a song, his first, very first album called like Experiencia Religiosa, like mm -hmm. religious experience. And we went to a church and record something there, you know, it was yeah. like the whole thing. And I loved it. I had so much fun. And that was like, I think I'm going to do this like a little bit behind the camera. From there, I went to film school and I did film a little bit. I did advertising, you mm -hmm. know, like direct some commercials, direct like some short films, direct these type of things. And I think I was like trying to find like jobs and I started working in a magazine. Yeah. A gay magazine in Mexico, which I loved that experience. It was yeah, so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. It's so sad that it doesn't exist anymore, that magazine, but I loved it. And I feel like being there and start producing photo shoots because I was more like the producer than taking any photos. Um, like it developed like a passion for it. And when I left the, the magazine and I left Mexico, like the only thing that I feel like I was like able to do by myself because I left Mexico and I moved to Korea. Oh, wow. So when I was there, it was like, I cannot make a production here because I don't have like equipment or mm -hmm. a team I don't know what to do so I'm just borrow a, a camera and start like meeting people and take photos of yeah, them just make stuff yeah yeah I got like a freelance job with the Mexican embassy photographing the Mexican em ambassador in some events and then like on grinder meeting guys to be honest it was just like oh you look super hot like you want to take some photos it's just that yeah and I actually made a lot of friends yeah. just like that and taking photos of them in, in Korea. And it was just fun. I mean, and that's a cool situation to be in, like so far removed from your home and what you know. And, I mean, Korea is like a, a world away, literally. Yeah, it is. And, you know, you have this access to an app that lets you connect with people who are like-minded and like maybe in a similar position of being displaced and traveling. And you create this connection through like the intimacy of the camera. And it, it's not like physical intimacy, like what that app is made for. Yeah, exactly. But it's maybe even more intimate because you're, you know, you're capturing them in the streets of Korea where they might not be comfortable, but then like creating some sort of comfort in that, which is really beautiful. Yeah, it, it was really fun. Like I made this friend, Joseph, I photographed him like a couple of times and we would just walk Korea in with, close and he would change in the street and it was like oh this is a cool spot let's yeah. just photograph take photos here and we want to that and then when i moved here um i was just like already like in in that passion for like doing shoots and me being the photographer so that's when i decided like i'm just gonna concentrate on yeah. still photography yeah so are you say primarily like a portrait photographer or fashion photographer or is it just all everything um i'm almost up for anything to be honest yeah uh, but i don't like everything right um i love doing like album covers for mm -hmm. musicians i love I yeah love, it makes sense based on your, your yeah. roots yeah i love that i love um doing portraiture i love doing fashion um i do, I do product product is what gives me like money yeah um and I have done like a couple events. I have done weddings, 
which is I don't like because it's a lot of work. Yeah, I'll I'll do it. And a lot of variables. You're dealing with a whole crowd of people that, that aren't there to have their photos taken. Yeah, it's just and and it's such a long day of shooting, you know, because you have like. Oh, the preparation, you mm -hmm. know, so you are there very early in the morning where, while the bride is like getting ready in the groom or the both grooms or both brides or, you know, like they're getting ready. And yep. then it's like, oh, you need to do like this setup for first look because they want to, they want those photos, you know? Like, yeah, so of course. They need to be like doing the first look and then it's like the ceremony and then it's like the couples photos and then it's like the family with the groups yeah. and then they want also the party so the dinner and the dancing yeah, yeah and it's just like a full day and they also want the photos like in two days you right because they want to see them yeah they want to see them and they want to they want like this something like really fast and i'm not a photographer that i think i'm like a little bit dumb doing this <laughs> because a lot i know that a lot of the, photographers that do weddings they have like presets and they edit yeah. like really fast you the know, workflow like, is like boom. yeah the workflow is amazing but i'm just like the type of guy that opens every single photo and yeah. go works individually so it takes me forever yeah and it's hard to to when you're that kind of particular you know editor and like you have like your eye and you want to do every photo independently like it's hard to decouple that from like, okay, this is just a money job. Let me slap some presets on and they'll be happy with them. They're, this isn't for like Vogue, but right. for you, it's like, wow, well, it could be like, uh, no, I just, I just want them to, to feel like, like this is special. Yeah. You know, like every single photo is special. And as much as like, I don't work like really hard in like the group photos, you know, or like the ceremony because it's like impossible to like dedicate a full day to each photo. Yeah. Um, I still like work, individually and give them some time and that's why i don't do weddings because it's yeah a lot of time really like it takes me a lot of time because i'm very dedicated i'm very perfectionist and well and it's like there's a lot of disciplines involved in a wedding shoot where it's like you're getting these very you know composed portraits of like the set you know the the preparation getting ready like the bride in the mirror like everyone's mm -hmm. seen those photos a million times you're also doing like almost product photography of like maybe the bouquet next to someone's name on a placard then you're doing outdoor photography for the ceremony possibly then you're doing like party photography so you're you're bringing so many skills to yeah, the table it's so different and that's that's one thing that's wedding photography then you also do art photography which is totally different than you do fashion photography and i i feel very similar in my modeling it's like i've done fit modeling where i'm just a human mannequin there's mm -hmm. like no photos involved i've done e-commerce which is like the new catalog modeling i've yeah. done lifestyle i've done fitness i've done you know some like editorial fashion high fashion stuff i, I feel like I, I have all these diverse skill sets um that i've gotten comfortable with and the one thing i'm i haven't been comfortable with is doing more like feminine beauty like um i don't even know what to call it what did we do <laughs> what did we i think for me just like an editorial shoot to be yeah. honest like i would just call it like this is editorial this is fashion and it's um it has a gender fluidity it'll play with gender that is it's there um but i don't know i don't like to call it like extreme or you know like i know that for you might have feel like very out of your comfort zone yeah but i i don't like to like 
overcategorize it because like we need to like start like make it more um or every these type of images needs to be there like all the time you know like we we need yeah. to have like a, a man being able to wear a dress or use makeup like more common you know like i want it to be like more we're used to yeah i mean if now. you think about what someone might expect from someone who looks like me it's like if i'm doing an editorial shoot i'm probably in a really well tailored suit i right. probably have makeup on you know not a lot but like mm -hmm. they always do you know yeah, yeah, yeah. foundation and mm -hmm. under my eyes and whatever like gel my eyebrows mm -hmm. like i don't even yeah, know what they're doing half the time and then the lighting is is really well put together and the you know the backdrop is perfect like so that's like that's very expected no one would, like would bat an eye if they saw that image from me but like so okay swap out that suit for a dress or swap right. out that you know minimalist makeup for something a little more euphoria vibes yeah and like what's the difference like there's no i'm still it's still a model shooting fashion and you know interesting makeup in a well-composed setting so like it's not it's not a huge leap to make it's just because of like stigmas and what else it, it feels like it can be and it, and right the other part of it was, you know, I, I had this idea for this shoot where I was like, I want to do like Harry Styles Vogue, where it's like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm in a tutu. I have covered in tattoos. I have great hair. I'm masculine, but like everyone wants to fuck me. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I was looking at my Instagram page and it's just like rugged Michael, like handsome Michael, like fitness Michael. And I was like, I'm just kind of getting like, I've done all this stuff and like, yeah. I, I feel comfortable in it. And I was like, I want to blow it up. And like, I want to, I feel like the cultural zeitgeist has allowed in my own confidence and comfort in who I am has allowed me to be like, eh, let's, let's totally flip it all on its head. And so we got connected and we set up the shoot to do just that. Yeah, no. And I was really up for it because it was like this all American boy, perfect yeah. face, perfect body wants yeah. to do get out of his comfort zone yes yeah yes i'm here for it like uh, let's do it let's yeah. let's just and you got it from like when we first started talking you were like no i got i understand exactly what you're doing and then we brought in you know aster who is the designer yeah um chuck was involved in like the production and you brought in janelin was the makeup artist and like everyone was just like on board and it was it was so interesting because i i was like the most maybe the most nervous about it because like I knew what the concept was and we got these amazing pieces from the designer and I saw the makeup artist work and I was like, I know she can kill it and I know your work and you can kill it. And I was like, I don't know if I will get into these outfits and like know how to achieve what I like. I didn't want it to be just me doing male e-com poses in a dress because like that's it's like too stilted maybe. Right. No, it, it, it's a balance. And to be honest, like I was also not don't know what what's gonna do you know like yeah. i was also scared i was also nervous and you just have to go there and it's just like like a dance i mean you go there you find the other person you find the, the eyes of the other person you start yeah. you know like you it's this choreography this move between like model and camera and you just have to be there and, and, and find it and just try to level for me like my direction is just try to level up, you know, like try to tell you like, that's too far. Just yeah. come here. Um, you already are wearing 
you already were wearing dresses, so it was just like you don't need to like overdoing it. No, like, yeah. This femininity, you know, like it's already there. Like there's makeup, there's all type of things. And we talked about like, should I shave my scruff? Should I shave my chest? And it was like, no, no, no. Like the the balance has already been struck between the, the masculine and the feminine. Like if I push it too far into androgynous, we're like, they're like, is that just like a masculine woman? Like then it like it kind of loses the mark of the the whole shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And I mean, it was just a really fun shoot. Really, nice. I was just like, I have this bad bad habit that every time that I shoot, like by the end, I feel like shit. I feel like I did the the worst, <laughs> like. It's this is horrible. Like this is just like my worst work. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, like I should have done this. I should have done that. Like I should have told him to do this. I should have, you know, like. And in the end, just like my husband tell me, every time you feel this way, just breathe, come yeah. down, and you'll find it. Because also, like for me, it's like the editing process is a person to find the image. Yeah. You know, not just the selection and but with the editing you know like you have a good photo you know that you have a good photo and the work of the people is there but you want to like push it to like a more yeah. artistic level yeah. you know like yes this photo is good and i can like do the correction and it looks good but is this enough is it a 10 is it like can we get to that next level where it's like oh this is something that makes you stop and you know you know mm -hmm. just scroll past it ideally right yeah yeah and i mean you are so gentle and like gracious with your feedback because I had talked to a friend in terms of like posing because I have this Rolodex of poses mm -hmm. in my head that I've gotten really comfortable with, but I knew that those were not the poses I want to bring to the table. Right, yeah. So I practiced and I looked at tons of fashion models, Instagram pages, just like how do they move their body and like how do they hold like, you know, I hold my hand a certain way when I'm like fixing the button on mm -hmm. my suit jacket, but like, how does a, a female editorial model like you know, caress her, like the, the seam of her dress or like, you know, they do that thing where they hold just like a gentle hand to the face and it's like so soft and it's, um, there's no hard edges. There's no like sharp angles to your, to your, um, joints. And so I just like practice that because, you know, you, you saw me as what my Instagram portrays, yeah. which is like what my bread and butter is. So you weren't, you didn't know if I could bring this to the table yeah, and I didn't know either. So I, you know, I did my research and then when we started shooting, you know, specifically the look where it's all blue and I'm wearing mm -hmm. this like big, roughly almost like Victorian, um, collar against a blue backdrop with this like beautiful blue eye makeup. And I know I was trying to get these like, you know, it's all, it's approaching beauty where it's like mm -hmm. very close. Like it's just a focus on the makeup and the skin and a hint of the, the wardrobe dressing in the background when I'm trying to get my hands up on my face and you're just like, Oh, you're like, you're so soft. You're so delicate. And that made me like so much more at ease. Like, okay, I'm doing it. Like just keep doing it and like, let him work. I'll do what I can, what I can do and we'll get something. And yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That part is, I feel like at that moment you were like, you were in it to win yeah. it. You know, you, yeah. you have it and you were feeling it. And it was just like really nice to find it because it, that moment we were just like walking and we felt like, oh, this is the perfect spot. Yeah. Let's just shoot it here. Yeah. And it was just like amazing. And it was it was really nice to find you. I feel like uh, it was really fun to shoot because also it was very progressive. Like we start with you with a mask. 
yeah. covering your your face. Yeah. Like, it was just like, we're doing this and I'm not looking at you, you know? Like, I barely see your face in mm -hmm. these images. And I feel that that led you a little bit, like... Yeah, I mean, we're doing these, we're doing almost, like, very aggressive poses where it's, like, you almost, like, clawing at your face and, like, screaming behind this yeah. crocheted mask that it was, like, a pillow cover. I don't yeah, even know yeah, what it, it was. It, it is, but... Then, but yeah. it allowed me to kind of get out of my head and just get in that playful zone because... Going back to the idea of like the stigma, I, you know, I shared a, like a, this tiniest snippet of the shoot on my Instagram story a while back, and I shared it with this picture of me as a two-year-old in my mom's high heels mm -hmm. and belt. Mm -hmm. Like, like I'm just like doing this little fancy little sachet, because when you're two, it's just like fun. You're just playing like, oh, my mom wears those. I'm gonna wear those and do what she right. does. Yeah. And then a lot of people tell you like, don't do that. You're a boy. Boys don't do that. And it's like, then you, that gets beaten into you and you're like, you just don't kind of don't go back to it. You know, some people mm -hmm. do and they find their way, whether you're gay or straight, like you get to a place mm -hmm. where it's like, I, I don't care. Like, I think Harry Styles is straight and he's like, I don't care. Yeah. It's, and it's fun. And that's what I'm trying to get to is like, like it was so much fun to be like in a place where I felt comfortable enough to just like explore that, that way to move and that way to feel like I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm rugged, whatever. But like, I also like to be like soft and I like to be cared for and like caressed. And like, it was wonderful to feel that. Right. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like we, the moment that we stop caring about what people think and also like you put aside like all your prejudices, you know, like all your ideas mm -hmm. and just start having fun. And it's the moment that you're free. Yeah, you know, and I mean, it's not that we all can do it, and it's just like a snap, like, oh, here it is now I'm yeah. free, now I can do whatever. But I mean, it's a process. But when you do it, it's just amazing, and you can create magic with that. And you even it's a process of getting there, like you said, like you know, you have to be personally comfortable with who you are. Like I know who I am, I know what I'm mm -hmm. sexually attracted to, I know, uh, but I also know what I'm visually attracted to, and I also know that I enjoy inhabiting other characters that may not be my day-to-day -day, but there's a there's a thread in there that's like interesting to me that's like oh i want to know what it's like to wear makeup and like feel gorgeous and like elegant and that's fun to do and um you know like we i was talking on a recent podcast with zach sherback who you mm -hmm. shot and like you produced amazing images with thank you and he is the epitome of that he like grew up in the mountains but he's like the most like he's like looks like Timothy Chalamet. He's like yeah. gorgeous and he owns it. And he he just toes that line so well. And I think for me as a straight guy, it took a little bit longer to be okay in myself doing that. And then I think also the culture has come around where people are like, Yeah, man, do you? Like Yeah, we we as a, as a society, we need to stop caring of like who we sleep with, you know? Like Yeah. I mean who who cares? And in in the LGBT world, um, there's I remember at least in Mexico there was like this category about that it was called uh, men who have sex with other men mm -hmm. as part of like the diversity. And but not gay, but quote not unquote. gay. Interesting, because what it means that is just like if it happened to you, if you for a moment choose to do it and that doesn't mean that you want to live a, a, 
homosexual lifestyle or right. that it, you identify as that. That's just like it's just I don't know. It's a purely physical, yeah. Sec- sexuality thing. is like has like this connotation of like love and and I don't know. It's just so ridiculous because sometimes like sex is sex. In, well, there's romance, there's intimacy, yeah, there's, there's emotional there's, intimacy, there's, there's physical intimacy. There's so many things, but it gets it gets like cut down the middle as like, oh, you did this with this person, like you're this. Yeah, you know? yeah, that means that you want to do all these type of things. Yeah. It's just like it's not. And who cares? Like if yeah. you 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 might have tried it and you didn't like it, and that's fine. You might have tried it and you like it, but also you don't want that lifestyle, and that's okay. Like. Yeah. Who cares? We need to start like separating like who, what gender or identity we sleep with, and do a physical encounter to what we do or who we are. Yeah. Because we can be so many things, and we can change our minds, and we can like evolve, and we can you know like. And I, I think the the cultural shift, especially with like the younger generation. I don't think they have the same hangups that we may have had. Like, you know, when I was in high school, you know, it was 2000. I graduated in 2005. It was a very different time. Like, you know, people were were much more guarded, much more homophobic. Um, And I was too, just because, like, I didn't know any better. And, like, yeah, just, like, you – maybe you're questioning your own stuff, so you push even farther again. Like, you know, you're like, oh, well, it's the classic, like, anti-gay senator who's in the bathroom doing gay stuff. You know, but like the culture has shifted a lot, and I think that's opened people up. But the culture we we were born into, you know, it wasn't our choice. But like you go back, like the Greeks, you know, they had like gay. I don't know if it was gay or it's just like same sex affairs with like you know boys, it's not just which the is Greeks, yeah, like yeah. all the cultures, you know, like it's just it's it's not like you can find like in the Native American cultures yeah. like. A third gender, you know, in Mexican, in ta- into like Thai culture, Indian culture, there's a third mm-hmm. gender, and it, you know, it's 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 very much a double standard because like you know, going back to high school, girls would like make out with each other at a party, and that was like a big deal to see. But like on Monday in class, like no one was like, oh my god, like she's a lesbian. It was just yeah, like no, no, totally. two girls made out. But like if I made out with my buddy at a party, like it it would have like, you know. As yeah, they destroy it is, you. It would have destroyed me. Yeah, it would have destroyed me, and like, you know, I would have been called whatever for the rest of high school, and it would have, you know, it would have completely destroyed me, whether I enjoyed it or not. And like, but like, the openness experiment is really important because like, you should try it because if you like it, I, I talked about this with Zach on the podcast. It's like, you know, guys who are like, oh, you shouldn't wear makeup. You know, we were we were shooting at that that like equestrian center mm-hmm. and i was wearing this like really cool oh, right, right. like long sort of like prairie dress and this woman on a horse came up and she's like she's like well why would you put a hunky man in a dress and Ch- i think chuck was like why not yeah. and it was just like exactly but there's like this this like you shouldn't do that you're a man and when i was talking with zach it's like the worst case scenario is there's two scenarios one is like you like it Therefore, you found something else you like. So cool. You get to explore that in whatever it means to you. Or you don't like it and you move on with your life and you're like, well, I don't like wearing dresses. Yeah. Don't don't have to try that again. So you can push that to like make out with a boy. Did you like it? Like maybe do it again. Did you not? Cool. Not for you. Yeah. And and, I mean, it's just a dress. It's just like, 
yeah. cares? It's yeah. like it, it, it just scared. You like it? No, it's fine. You don't feel comfortable with it. it and it was, I, you know, I, in the back of my mind, as I'm, you know, I'm changing in the parking lot of our different locations and I'm not wearing just like a little black dress. I'm wearing like <laughs> the most showy, like you'll, you'll see the images on my Instagram, but like they're insane dresses. It's like yeah. New York fashion week where people are like, what is that? But I would change and then I'd be walking to go meet you guys. And there's, you know, people in the parking lot with their dogs who are just out yeah. for like a normal hike. And they, I could see them like, look at me. And the back of my head was like, I could be really uncomfortable right now and be like shy and be like, all right, you know, I don't know. But I was like, I have to own this because when I get in front of that camera, I really have to own it. So if I let any of that insecurity or like the stereotypes of the past creep into my head now, like it's just going to detract from my comfort right. and my ability to inhabit. And like, so I just told myself, I was like, dude, you're, this is what you're doing right now. And you're going to do it so hard. And like, that was, it was really important for me to like mentally block out that old shit that was creeping in because yeah it was new to me but i had to be like no no this is what i do and like also this is la and like they're probably like oh it's just some weird shoot like whatever you know right yeah i mean you did so good i mean you play so good you were such a good sport like you like in this mini lake you went for it you yeah got into the water you know like how people will not do that you know and you were there and you were like oh you want me in the water sure i, I didn't even ask you no i like, wanted I mean, yeah it was just like because when we saw we were thinking about the locations and we saw the pieces and we were like we he was like you can get it wet like to get it dirty don't we and were like oh my god like we have to get in the water because there are those iconic shots you see in like a lot of girls' Instagrams and Vogue editorials of like the lady floating in the lake with the dress sort of surrounding her like a lily pad. And I was like, we have to get that shot. Yeah. And so we did. And those are some of my favorite. It's just, it's it's very like cinematic and it's like out of a, you know, like an A24 movie or something. Yeah, it's very dreamy. I love it. I love the, loved those images. I love those images. Yeah. So let's pull up some images and like, I want to hear about your, your secret sauce because as I've been waiting for these images, you know, I, sorry. I sort of like, you know, I, I knew on the day that I was like, we got some, some pretty cool stuff. But then, you know, a couple of weeks later, I'm like, did we like, is that crazy? Like, what are they going to look like? What's his, what's his style going to be? I know it, it, even for me, to be honest. Yeah. And then, I mean, you sent me the proofs the other day and I was like, it's, it's one of those situations where like the it's greater than the sum of its parts like we created something that's like lives independently of any of our inputs like yeah i brought something to the table and the makeup artist certainly did and the designer did and you did and chuck did but like not no one of us is responsible for these things and i mean i'm it's 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 a team effort for example i love this one i love these hands and i mm -hmm. this, like with this christian mask and like did you color correct that? Wasn't it white? It was white, yeah. 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 Very smart. It, it was white, but it was just like mixing a lot. I don't know. I, I wanted to do something. Getting lost like, in, yeah. the, in the outfit too. Yeah, so I wanted to give like something different. Well, and it's interesting because you brought up like, I didn't even put together that we started with like this mask on. Yeah. And it's like me, like almost violently fighting this mask in the woods like in the dark we're like we're like behind your apartment in some like alleyway basically <laughs> but it's like very uh emblematic of like kind of what we did with the whole shoot That's yeah very cool totally it, it was just very unexpected i love that one yeah i love this uh, like with movement very like 
country. And this this is cool because that was the next look where I'm wearing like I think like theory pants, like men's mm-hmm. slacks, Chuck's Doc Martens, mm-hmm. and then this like little house on the prairie dress. I don't know what you'd call it. I, I have no idea how it's called. <laughs> yeah. But that's where it gets like the lines starting to be even more blurred. And I have, you know, this euphoria makeup on with these like little tiny stars and moons under my eyes. Um, and yeah, that's where that woman was like, why would you put a man in a dress? And I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, you look fucking fantastic. I wish we had a, I wish we had a visual element to this podcast. It's going to be difficult for listeners. I know, but um, I mean, you, they can always, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to post everything together, but yeah, I I just love that we were able to get that mask off and get into a place where it's like time to play. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I, for example, this one, it's a photo that has like a lot of movement. It's kind of blurry. I loved it even like, it's like, I'll I'll focus a little bit of movement, a little bit, just everything. Yeah. And then we get into the lake. We get to the lake. And so when you're going through and you're editing, you know, we shot a ton of photos, like, cause there's a big, we talk a lot about like making selects, you know, like, cause mm-hmm. if I make a select from a proof gallery, it's probably not going to be what my agent might select or what right. a brand chooses to put on the banner of their website. Like, what are you looking for? Because, you know, um, I've had different people say like, go through as fast as you can and like, see what just pops out, like kind of thin slice it. I, I know people who go through and nitpick every little, you know, oh my gosh, there's flyaways. I don't like my the angle of my hair and my eyes here. Uh, I mean, it just depends. Um, I make like my, my my selection process, like I do like one day I do a part and I stop. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I come back. So I have a day, you know, yeah. like, and I re- reduce them. Unless there's like one photo that is just like, oh, this photo is just so great. Yeah. You know, th- there's always one photo that yeah. is immediately has five stars. You know, it's just like, this is, I'm going to edit this one no matter what because. I think it's that one with the, like, the winged dress up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I know, I, I know that I'm going to do this, this photo no matter what. Yeah. And from that, I'm starting to see, like, okay, what is repetitive? You mm-hmm. know, like, which pose is like okay i have five that i like from this pose which one is the strongest sometimes it's like oh this body is strong but this face is stronger Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna like combine these photos and and do that that i don't know if i did oh yeah i did this with you really yeah wow uh you have you're good at photoshop whatever you're doing (laughs) thank you um just one yeah just one they the one with the flowy dress, mm-hmm. that's a composite. Oh, it's a composite? Yeah. Wow, well done. But, I mean, that's an important, like, thing to have because, yes, it's important to take your time going through your selects. And I, it, I think it's really smart to, to give yourself time to digest the first round of selects, mm-hmm. then come back and you'll see with fresh eyes. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, these three are obviously the same same vein of photo. Like, so pick the strongest one. And you, with, that, with that distance from your initial round, like, you mm-hmm. could maybe have a better chance of picking which one is worth working on. But there's also something to be said because a lot of models will be like, well, they didn't send me all the raws. I didn't get everything. And it's like, but the, you don't want all the get, raws. You're going to get paralyzed by that, that amount of f- photos because yes, are like some things being left on the cut, cutting room floor that could be turned into something amazing. Sure. 
But like, there comes a point where you have to just pick some pick something and work on those and release those because like you could edit each single photo forever no, and, and never and, release no, anything. And you don't want them. To be honest, like you don't want them. Like the reality is like a lot of photos, like if you you are you're there with your eyes closed, oh, yeah. you know, like like I don't want those. <laughs> like we all like I made mistakes, everyone, you know, like I take the photo and you were not like in the right pose, you know, it's just like why you want all those? Like yeah. you want you want the photos that are like gonna like yeah. represent something amazing, you know, that is gonna be like a showstopper. That's what you want. Why do you want the rest of them? It's like Yeah, and it's just like you get into this uh, paralysis by analysis where like you can't there's so much choice that you can't narrow it down and it's I think some general was like a good plan now is better than a great plan later. Like pick a photo, like spend your time, give it the care and like, you know, that it deserves. But like pick a photo, work on it, release it and like go to the next shoot. Yeah. And, and you gotta find that balance of like the thoughtfulness with also like move along, you know? Yeah, totally. And for me, also my last part of like uh, selecting, I do it with Chuck. I, I need to give him credit because yeah, it comes to a point where I'm like, I I don't know, like I love these images, right? And I bring him to see like the kind of like the fine pre-final selection yeah the just, final round the final round just to hear his opinion and discuss with him like if he started defending a photo that in reality i don't really <laughs> like that much i realized and i was like oh thank you because <laughs> i know that you like that but i'm realizing that i don't like that much. yeah you know like or sometimes like oh yeah you are totally right this is the best photo that's really interesting i mean there's something to be said about showing someone else what you're working with, like your your rough draft, so to speak. And I wrote some weird blog post about this a while ago, but Quentin Tarantino gave this awards acceptance speech at the Golden Globes for, I think, Django Unchained. And he was like, I really want to thank the people who I send the versions of my scripts to as I'm working on them. Not because I care what you think about them, but as soon as I send them to you, I see what's wrong with them. And like the exposure, like exposing it to someone who's not yourself you're able to see more objectively and like, you're like, oh, no, 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 like that, I need to crop in there. Like that com that composition is yeah, wrong. Totally. Like you, you just, it's something weird about as soon as you press send and like give it away, then you're like, I want to take it back and fix it because you can see what's wrong with it. You're not stuck in this like feedback loop of your own head. And I yeah, think that's totally. so important. Yeah, that's where I have like Chuck to come for the last part. Yeah. Because like, okay, I have these ones and yeah, you cannot know, but you need that. You need that input. You need those other eyes. You need to, like, back up immediately, you know, even if, like, yeah. you know it from the inside, I guess. Because, I mean, you you can't work in a vacuum. You need feedback. And at the end of the day, when you do release the images, like, they're out there. They're, that, that, you, they're no longer yours, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it just, they became like a different thing and also like all my feelings change for the photos you know like sometimes like when i'm about to release when i'm about to send them to the team uh, that was participating like i feel like very nervous you yeah. know like i'm i'm like i don't know if they're gonna like it right. you know, even the like, same feeling you get after a shoot you're like i got i got nothing i'm a fraud 
yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like I'm a fraud. I don't know if this is good. I don't know if they're gonna like it. And, mm -hmm. and for example, with this, it was just like they're gonna fucking hate it, and, gonna, it, and it's gonna be like, it took you so long for this. <laughs> for this, this <laughs> is all I get. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, and so I was just like, oh, I feel so guilty about it. And once I published the images, I kind of just like let them leave, and I even yeah. forget like there were if there were other options, if there were other yeah. possibilities, like. Like with your shoot, with uh, with Zach, with Angel, you know, like I know that there was like other things that I like, but I don't remember. Yeah, like I and you can't like, or you could maybe go back and play with them later, put them into a collage, but like you just gotta go go move on. Like, yeah, and that's you know, it's like the idea that like it's the process. Like you get lost in that flow of doing the work, and then you put it out there, and it's like okay, like cool, but like it's really about, it's the process over product. You know, it's like those Tibetan sand mandalas where they spend all this time intricately, you know, layering the sand and then they sweep it away. Cause like, that's not the end game. It's yeah. just like the idea of working on it and like getting your creativity out and finding that flow state. But then, yeah, it's interesting. Like once you, once it's finished, you're kind of just like, all right, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> but we're not done because these aren't out there yet. Yeah, no, that, I love this close-up of you, like the blue one that we were talking about. It feels so I mean, soft. that's, so this is like the, the blue on blue on blue we were talking about. And that's one where my brain is not, it's like, sees it as other. It's like, I see that and I'm like, that's, that's a great photo of someone else. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I love this. It feels like a, a cover, like this could be the cover for something. Yeah. Um, and there's motion there's you know like the lips are a little bit open you know the eyes are telling me something you know like the, the tilt of the head mm -hmm. you know it, it's just well and it's like when you think about acting and someone like christian bale and i'm not gonna put myself on any sort of level with christian bale but he like he's gone in his roles and like the way he transforms his body the way he transforms his physicality the way he moves the way he speaks I mean, he's got like a Welsh accent and like he move, removes that and then adds on like a Bostonian accent and becomes a literal crackhead for like the fighter. But, you know, it's I kind of get that like, where that could how you could get to that point of like totally disappearing in a role through something like this where it's like I'm in there, but like. That's not that's not me. No, that's not you. <laughs> yeah, that's a character. And that's something that that I love about photography. Like and I always tell the people, you know, like this is a character we're playing here. Yeah. You know, don't take it so seriously, especially with people that are not models uh, that they want, like that they are starting or that they want to like some photo make some shoot with me. Yeah. I, I tell them like. I just have fun. Just it, yeah. it's it's a character we're playing here. That's important to remember that like, it's not a photo of you. It's a photo of this whole thing. That's like mm -hmm. it's the makeup and the the wardrobe and the photographer's eye and the setting. And I think models, because we're in this world of like my Instagram feed, my portfolio. It's like it's it's you, but it's also not you. And I think mm -hmm. I'm just sort of putting together now that it's like, it's okay to, to like, let like to not be scared of how you're perceived because whatever someone's perceiving in that photo, 
that's not you. That's not me walking down the street with my dog. That's like that's some that's work. Yeah, it, 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 you know? it's, it's a job. As old as it sounds, like it's it's a job and and it's part of it. And yeah, one day you're this and the other day is other thing. And it's 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 a job. We like it. We have fun. Yeah, you know, we play around. That's the that's the fun part of the job that we play around and we create this character and we create these images that, yeah. that are gonna live there and it's just gonna be like a day of our life. But yeah, and it's like you know, I was talking with uh, this photographer Ming Ming Lo on the last episode, and he was talking about how he left like the corporate world because his life was just so one note and like it's this idea that you get to live a thousand lives in entertainment and like through modeling and acting. And like, you get to try on all these roles because I've always had this like, people like, what do you want to view when you grow up? And it's like, I want to be everything. Like I want to be a fireman. I want to be an investment banker. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a cowboy. And like through this kind of work, you get to get close to it at least and to experience like get inside of it and feel what it's like to move around in that world. And then like bring, maybe bring, I, I will bring back some of this like, delicacy, delicacy, delicateness mm -hmm. to like the rest of my life because, you know, this was such a, you know, an expanding experience for me, but am I going to go dressing like that every day from now on? No, but like, I, I I'm going to carry some of it with me because I got a chance to experience life as that character. I will. I will wear some of these dresses for sure. <laughs> you still have them? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I give them back, but I, this one I will definitely wear. I mean... I'm wearing Chuck's high heels, which, by the way, walking in high heels is impossible. I didn't wasn't doing any walking. I, was, I could barely stand in them. Yeah. But I love that like hairy leg in this patent leather high heel, with just this peacock fire dress behind me. Um, yeah, I think that's the. If we had to pick one photo from the shoot, like that's. That's for you. Yeah. I I I will. I will. I don't know. I can't. I can do it's one hard. photo. I will do the close up, and I will do one of of the 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 lake. Yeah. In one of the cowboys. Yeah, I mean, they're all. Yeah, you can't. You yeah. have to pick one from each set. Yeah. I but you're so good at when you go through and you you curate and you edit down, and you make your selects like. Like you said, there's no overlap. It, the the poses are all different. The, some are in motion. Some are. Like, you know, the perspective is different. The, the the range is different. Like you you really like paint with a broad palette in terms of like your compositions and you make each shot feel like its own and not part of like a series of the same kind of shot, which right. is really cool. Yeah, that's, that's all my goal, you know, like having like images that are very different, that, mm -hmm. that can show variety, that can show like excitement, like, I'm very like the type of person that always wants to do better, you know, like I always challenge myself and always want to be like proud of my work, mm -hmm. you know, like what motivates me is creating a good image. So I'm very like always trying to push myself, always trying to find like something different, always try to, you know, like yeah. with my selection, with everything you know like let's try this let's play around that let's let's do things just because i want to be look at this shoot and and be satisfied and say like oh this is better from my previous shoot 
Yeah. And I want to I live like that. Like my next shoot I want to be better than this one, you know. Yeah. Mm. Well, it, because people always ask on, you know, on commercial sets and print shoots where they're like like oh, so like what's your favorite shoot you've ever done? And I'm always like this one, the one I'm on because like a it's nice for them to hear like they that it's a nice shoot, but it's also like I'm being honest like cuz every shoot like I've grown, I've learned from every shoot. Yeah. And like every shoot is a new experience and I'm excited and I'm grateful and I'm like happy and proud that I'm there. And like, it's this, hopefully it's this like continual growth where it's like every shoot is better than the next. And like, yeah, is like the e-commerce job in the studio with no windows, like as fun as something like this or something where I'm out in the woods, like getting to be my, my rugged self. Like, no, but like it's where I'm at now. And it's like, I'm excited about it because I'm, pushing myself in some way and trying to to grow as a model but this shoot might be my favorite <laughs> shoot I've ever done because it's it's it was such a leap for me it was like so vulnerable and it was just purely for fun it was not yeah no one was paying us no one was like no. um pushing their agenda on it we got to yeah. like and everyone was just so supportive and on board with the concept like I think this one's gonna stay at the top for a while. I'm gonna um, pin this one in my messages, you know. I'm 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 really happy. I I love this one. It was just, it was fun. It was, it was very different, as for you as for me, you know. Like mm -hmm. I feel I feel that way too. I feel like I have never played around like that. I have never like do these dresses. Um, you know. So it was just like. It was a very exciting adventure, yeah. you know? So I, every, even I, I said, like, I want my every shoot to be better than the previous one. Every single one, it's like my child. Yeah. You know? So I love them, all of them. You raise them and then yeah. you let them go and yeah. you raise another one. <laughs> yeah. And even, even if I go back to my previous shoots in Korea when I started, like, I still love them, you know? Yeah. Like, there's images that, they, I'm still like very exciting about when I see them, you know, like there's every single one there have something because I try to put a great image every time. Yeah. And, and it's important to, to have that in, because a lot of times you look back at your old work and you're like, wow, like I was, I sucked back then, but it shows you how much progress you've made. And you also at that moment were doing your, you're doing your best. Yeah. You, you know how much effort you put into it. And that shows with you because, like, you talk about doing a wedding shoot where you're not just applying a preset because you it's your, it's your child. It's your baby. It's someone else's wedding, but it's your creative work. And, like, it's going to live on their phone album or wherever. People, yeah, people, sometimes people print those and put it in the wall. Like, yeah. if you're going to print it, put it in the wall, at, at least I can say, like, well, that's a good one. I mean, that's, like, family heirloom shit. So, you know, it's it, that care is um, is really special that you bring that that sort of mindset to it. Um, and because you're always pushing forward and trying to be better and do better and release better and better work, like where do you see yourself as a photographer, as an artist seven years from now? So we saw you at seven and we know you now and let's see seven years from now, ideally. Well, ideally, um, still shooting around the world now, you know, mm -hmm. like that I want to travel because I want to be hired to travel and shoot, you know, like. I want to have my own studio. Um, that's where I see it, you know, like being published more, having like more album covers, mm -hmm. having, you know, like working and traveling. Yeah. That's how I see myself, like 
Yeah. Going to another country, discovering other places and spaces, you know, foods. So just like scaling up and out what you're doing now. Yeah. That's great. Definitely. I love finding people who are, it's like, what do you, like, what do you want to be doing in seven years? It's like, well, this, but just more. <laughs> like, because that's how I feel. Like, I'm doing what I want to do. Like, could I be doing it on a bigger scale? Yeah, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, I just, I don't know, like, if I have, like, a clear projection, you know, like, oh, in year one is going to have or Right. But I want this award by this year, this age. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to be honest, like, I don't think in awards, I don't think, like, I should, I should, I should, to be honest, because a lot of, like, my peers, they like go in competitions, you know, and they, you know, and it's a good way to be, to get like more work and more jobs sure. and things like that. I should do that, but I just don't think that way. And the only thing that I, I think is like, how can I do my next shoot yeah. better than the previous one? Well, and that sort of that internal validation is going to serve you and propel you better than any like external markers because you might not get that award like that's out of your control yeah. but how much effort you put into the next shoot you that's totally up to you and like yeah awards are nice and like you can work towards them and but you can't be attached to like if i don't get this i'm done like i quit i'm a failure it's like well then you're you're probably gonna be a failure forever yeah definitely definitely i I I was a little bit like that before with the film industry, mm -hmm. like if you if you don't get this, was... but now I'm just like that's what I love about photography. It's just like it's all about me, you know, in myself, in my own work, yeah, and, and like grow and learn and and feel like that I'm doing something good and that to be proud of myself, to be yeah. proud of my work. Yeah, I mean that's that's beautiful. I was gonna ask you if you have any last advice for our listeners, but I feel like that's kind of it. Just like do it for yourself and yeah, you know, care, put in the time and effort, try to be better constantly. But like, what I mean, what else is there, right? Yeah, just do things that make you proud of yourself. You know, it's there's not there's anything like yourself like accomplish you know like that you make something good and that and that you are happy with your work mm -hmm. you know there's nothing like that it's just that's i'm very basically addicted to it yeah what's well, a good thing to be addicted to <laughs> that's a healthy addiction well yeah yes and no sometimes i take it to the next level when when i'm like like a workaholic and yeah. i'm like yeah yeah like 12 14 hours in front of a computer yeah that's not you gotta give yourself space yeah to you need to balance and, it yeah you need to balance it and that's something that i've been just start to doing uh lately to say like i'm stop working at this time mm -hmm. no matter what yeah and that's especially early when you're building a career if you're a new model or new photographer it's like well i'm wasting time if i'm not working but it's like your output is diminishing because you're stressed and you're tired and you're like you're at that diminishing returns point where it's like no, if you went for an hour walk or like went to the gym or like cooked yourself a meal, you'd probably be more efficient in the work you did do. And that's such a hard thing to realize because yeah. And also you're having fun, you know? Like yeah. you you need to have fun. You need yeah. to have fun that is not your work. And then get like inspired, but go out into the world, go to a museum, you know, if you're a visual person, like you need visual stimulus to then, you know, digest and then vomit back out into the world yeah. in your own way. And if you're not getting that like you're going to burn out because you're going to run out of ideas. 
because Definitely. just like you as a seven-year-old were absorbing colors and sounds like if you stop doing that at seven like you wouldn't be we wouldn't be doing this right now i know and and i don't know how my life <laughs> I, i can not see my life like something different yeah that's beautiful well we'll end on that I, um, thank you so much for having me over for doing the shoot for talking to me uh, it's been thanks, a real pleasure thanks for having me like i'm i'm really thankful um because i this is my first podcast i never talk about me and my work so no, it's, it's been, been great man I'm, i'm glad to get like the the behind the cur you're still kind of that guy behind the camera but you're putting it out there and like you are you and that's that's awesome so thank you again thank you and don't forget to follow and subscribe <laughs> <All> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> bye kids